Nothing comes easy for a lot of people and having a personal trainer is part of the journey for a lot of people. Do you want the trainer that murders fat for a living? Do you want the trainer that can't fake fitness? Do you want the trainer that can work with you? Do you need the same trainer? Should you consider changing trainers regularly? There's a lot of questions out there and I ask them with researcher, sports scientist, professor, Dr. Chris McClellan and industry coach, Dan Conn. Welcome to the Body Science Podcast, bringing you everything you need, want, and should know about health, fitness, nutrition, and training. As always, the information contained in this podcast is for the information purposes only and is not designed to diagnose or be prescriptive to treat, prevent, or manage any injury, disease, or other health-related condition. This podcast is brought to you by Hydroxy Burn Shred. Get in the fat burning zone, both physically and mentally, with this potent combination of thermogenic fat burners and mood boost nootropic ingredients scientifically designed to help you reach your weight loss goals destroy stubborn fat cells speed metabolism boost energy and improve your mood with an industry leading four grams of acetyl l-carnitine plus green tea extract guarana and hydroxy citric acid hydroxy burn shred will take your training and weight loss journey to a whole new level Welcome to Body Science HQ, where Dan Con is on board and doing selfies. Of Just himself. some social what media. Yeah, Just getting the right. What's thing. up? It's a light good. Sitting here no. opposite me, Dr. Chris McClellan still possibly yep. has one of the worst fitness industry social media accounts, but we won't go too well, much on him. I've been trying to help him. Have you really? I have actually been trying to help him. Are you okay? But the cat. You know, it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. I think what I would like is some support from Instagram. Instagram family. I have a question, actually. It doesn't matter. Let's go. <laughs> I know where your question was coming from because you're question? science-based. It would have been something along the lines of likes, happiness. No, no, no. I just see social media. I, I see things out there that are factually devoid of any real content. I look at that and I, I just want to say something, but I don't because I don't want to be... That guy. That guy. Yeah. I don't want to be perceived as a hater. Sometimes you just think, you know what? We'll just let it go through to the well, mate, what happened with knowledge is power like actually we're here today yeah, to talk about people want to know you know what i mean like because there's think some people really do. high profile people floating around some really some, terrible content. some scary stuff yeah. some scary stuff yeah mate. like and you know like there was one post recently that we talked about keto shutting down the krebs cycle and you know what it's just it's irresponsible is actually what it is it's so far gone from what is actually correct it's really hard to even respond to anyway so i'm just impressed they knew what the krebs cycle was to be honest well, they, probably, they don't yeah. know what the krebs cycle is if they saying that keto shuts it down. Exactly, but yeah. Anyway, we'll move on. We're here today to talk about what makes a good trainer. Like, what's the importance yeah. of finding the right trainer? Dan, kick that off with you, as you are possibly one of the people that's trained more people through some of the programs that you've been involved in than have, anyone else in Australia. I have trained a lot of people. I've trained a lot of trainers. So I guess I, that's where my little niche has been. The one thing I've noticed is training trainers is great, but it's more important to train the personality. And uh, when you see the trainer go on to do what they do they might go and work for gyms they might go do their own thing go online and do all sorts of crazy things online the the biggest thing is the personalities that we find in these trainers and i've had many discussions with ceos of companies of large franchise groups and they're saying how do we fix this problem how do we get better trainers how do we get more in-depth trainers how do we get more engaged trainers and it comes down to and also of course member retention which is their one big goal and i said doesn't come down to the trainer because you can teach the trainer the skill it comes down to the personality you bring in for example you bring in someone that is young bubbly full of energy 
and you teach them the fundamentals and obviously ongoing training which is crucial in development of uh, any trainer and you teach them that and you're going to have a very successful business you could have a, a gym on the corner with absolutely hardly any equipment but an absolute awesome trainer that everybody loves it's like a coffee shop you go to a coffee shop they have great coffee but the coffee guy is an absolute dickhead <laughs> so you walk 20 meters further where there's an awesome coffee bloke the coffee's alright but the guy the barista it's experience yeah exactly yeah. So as what Max I, says it's a journey it's a, yeah, oh. it is, but it is it is an experience and that is the whole point of uh, all this franchising and group training all these things is happening they're trying to create an experience on Barry's Boot Camp Orange Theory all the big ones coming from America to Australia F45 it's the experience they're trying to create because let's be honest the training isn't that different like it's if we if we break it down scientifically the training's pretty similar so uh, I think for me personally it's about trying to find people with personalities and teaching them how to be trainers and that's that's the big thing for me moving forward is making that a really uh, really prominent thing yeah and that's consistent across if you you know I think in even in the corporate sector you hit the nail on the head mate I think I don't know what your philosophies are Greg with uh, body science but in academia and in strength conditioning and things like that I often do the same thing you go I'll hire the personality I'll hire the person and I'll teach them what they need to know you can't teach them some of those basic skills around rudimentary gaining rapport you know uh, communication all these sort of things the, the fundamental traits associated with client retention which is huge and in this in this country we the education process for trainers I think people are sold on a lifestyle they think you know do something you love and you never have to work another day in your life that old chestnut right the dedication to teaching yeah and so everyone wants to every, like a lot of people like exercise and health and fitness and perhaps sold this dream that well I do a I'll do a training course I'll become a personal trainer and you know I'll be driving a Bentley you know and the reality is that it's incredibly hard yards it's small business as an individual uh, you know in the health and fitness sector you've got to you've got to recruit clients you've got to retain clients you've got to do all that sort of stuff and they're they're the soft skills perhaps that it doesn't matter if you know your anatomy and your physiology if you can't find a client and you can't mm. keep one well you're in you're going to be out of business pretty quickly you know I used to own an RTO that, yep. that was set up and was approved to, to run cert threes and fours and I actually set that up on a platform that I was quite naively I feel now ref reviewing it that I thought that there was a big demand for really high quality education that was delivered by very very experienced individuals and what I found was invariably people would contact me and they'd say Mac I already know everything I need I just need the certificate so I can get cracking and I'd like and I'm saying well hey, giddy up I said well that's great you probably should go and do it somewhere else yeah you know I can't really help you if you already know everything and so I actually wound that business up a few mm. years ago because I you know there's some big juggernauts in that space who yeah. do roll out trainers online you know pretty quick mm. pretty quick well really quick really quick they come into this really competitive environment where they don't necessarily have those skills that you're talking about to be able to be successful and it's a it's a tough one and I guess the hard thing is too that there is some that are taught face to face and there's some that's taught on line so there's the differentiator how do you actually know that person has those uh, attributes and i think in aif and fia they did a study in 2016 2017 38,000 people went for their cert 3 cert 4 and under 10 percent actually went on to be pts yeah well, I, think, I think they actually dropped out their cert 3 and didn't finish their cert 4 they think okay finish school want to be happy healthy fit like fit own my own business be a pt awesome they start doing the study and they go where's my clients yeah, yeah. how do you uh, market 
how do you actually sell yourself to people how do you talk to people and th- these are all the things that like now people are starting to catch on oh we need to teach them how to actually sell themselves mm. how to actually find clients like some gyms do do it and they have a, a set routine to do it but the majority are still big time struggling to, to, to nail that and I'm not a fan of the online experience I think you know would you take your so if you think of yourself as an individual if you're looking for a personal trainer your body and health and fitness is the most important thing in your world absolutely right? so let's say you know would you take your Ferrari which is what your body is I don't have one do you no I don't yeah. have one either what well, my yours? body is a Ferrari 100% yeah. Yeah. there's no question probably more of a Lamborghini but semantics Greg would you take your most prized possession to someone who's done a two minute online course on to be a mechanic the answer is of course not right so why then would I go for someone who did a two minute course online to become a PT and I'm going to entrust in them my health and fitness you know I think it's you know the whole process is interesting because I found when I when I had the RTO and you and you were audited by ASQA which is the the crediting body and so forth and they would come out and they would audit they would do an audit and I remember I did the first audit and person came out and all they wanted to know they didn't want to see the content of what I was teaching they just wanted to know did I have the correct business structures in place you know so that I didn't rip anybody off and do all that sort of thing and I said to them well hang on a minute who's going to check to make sure that when I'm teaching these people anatomy and physiology that the content's correct yeah right and they went nobody nobody checks so nobody and nobody does right nobody checks the quality of the curriculum the content of the courses is the wild west to this day that's how it is so personal trainer A is not getting the same education as personal trainer B not if there are two different schools do you reckon is that that same for like nutrition maca like if people if they're doing industry courses yeah like you say if you want to become a nutritionist is that oh if you're doing if you're doing anything that is vet vocational education and training that is delivered by a private provider and I'm not going to name any what is in that course is up to them wow okay Mm. it's really interesting so how they do that and how they deliver that is pretty much not controlled by anybody there's no governing body that sort of this is where guruism is alive and well in the industry where people say, I am, you know, I'm delivering this content and I'm a big deal. I'm speaking metaphorically. Come and do my course because I know lots of stuff. And I've got a big, maybe I've got a big social media following and whatever it might be. And people go, oh, well, yeah, we'll, we'll go and do that one. And then I get a lot of people, you know, and this is what, coming back to the start of this podcast, where I see stuff that is on the social media. I just go, so body fat, right? So we've done a podcast on body fat. We, and we know a lot about, we've, we've learned a lot about fat. Mm. And we know that body fat cells can multiply. We know yep. that. We talked about that. Right? And I've seen a number of people who should know better postulating on social media that body fat cells don't expand and they and you can't get more of them. And I look at that and I go, <laughs> this person is educated, actually, and what they're putting out there is just incorrect. So we're kind of off track in terms of the trainer side of things, but buyer beware. Like with anything in life, you know, you need to some due diligence around trainers. And this is why it's a big deal for a lot of these mainstream big providers like your Anytimes and... And yeah. Jets and these sort of providers because they want good trainers. Yeah, they want to retain good trainers. They want their trainers to be successful, and they want to, their trainers to retain clients. And it's a, it's a really important and deliver a good product and good good service and culture and culture. culture right? You know, yeah. and the tribal thing that we've talked about before. So it's a really interesting scenario around yeah. the whole education thing in in this country. Do you reckon it's been close to nailed? Do you reckon anyone's getting there yet? I actually, and again, on my personal opinion, and I say yeah. this to people if when they say 
say they're going to do their cert three and four. I just say go and do it anywhere. Yeah. They're all about the same. I think it should still be at TAFE myself. It used to be a year course at TAFE and it still is. Yeah. Is that right? Year yeah. course. So person does a year course at TAFE and has the same certificate as someone does it online in two weeks. So how do you rationalise that? You, you can't. That's where I think there's a, there's a high level of variation, you know, with quality of yeah. individuals that are coming through these courses. I hear a lot of uh, people through social networks say, oh, how can they be a trainer? Look at them. Yeah. What do you guys think about that? Like we're now talking look versus education. Yeah, well, I think certainly if you want to, if you want to attract clients, it is important to be a, a good representative of what you're trying to preach. Yep. You know, if your thing's fat loss and you're obese, that's a tough sell. And individuals, and it, you know, we say don't judge a book by its cover. Because again, but it, we could, do. it could be that the, that person has heaps of knowledge, is a great person, but uh, they just don't look the part, but they'll yep. give you an amazing session. Yeah, and because yeah, I asked that, but you know, is your doctor good looking? Yeah. You're going there for like some pretty, you know, you're going to a PT to get a training session, get pushed a bit, have a bit of accountability, have a bit of motivation. You're going to a doctor to... Yeah, we're looking at our PT to see what they look like. You can't judge and the PT by their six-pack. Yeah, I think yeah. we really need to pull that out because it yeah. comes down to credentials and experience and the, the big things that make a human. I yeah. know, Dan, what's your doctor look like? She's good sort. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I reckon if, for me personally, if I can't do it, I won't make my clients do it. And if the trainers that I've trained with, and that's people that are, are quite elite in certain areas of different types of training, they won't let me do things that they can't do either. If I go to a trainer... And and uh, they can't do what I can do, and I'm paying them money, uh, I'd probably second guess whether that's the person for me. And it, But if I have a great connection, and this per- this comes back to mental health for me as well, yep. if this person makes me feel better, I have a great morning with them, and, and, I, and I still get a sweat on, and that's all I need for my day. I don't have to get an advanced session where I need to be busted, and I love to get flogged in the morning. But if, if it's just a general public, and I go to my trainer, and we have a good time, good chat on the treadmill, I get my 30 minutes in for the day and I've done my little bit and I might be 60 year old grandma on that treaty then you know different story yeah, I run I run a lot of workshops for the industry right yeah. and so I'll often say to and there are PTs doing the courses and I'll say so they're trying to you know at the start of the workshop I'll talk to them about their own training most of a lot of them don't train and that's that is so true and that yeah. might be because they're so busy working that yep. they don't have time to train and I understand that the other thing is and the other side of the coin again in the physique world if you look at comp prep right so comp prep is competing in different categories bikini fitness figure and, all and that. people are paying big dollars big for comp bucks, yeah. right? so if you look at how those individuals decide who they'll be prepped by they'll be prepped by people who have probably just comp- competed and have been successful at competing but if you look at the really elite world the mr olympia level of the world the phil heath level of the world he's trained by a guy called harney rambod i don't know if you've seen harney but harney is he's a fit healthy guy but he's not he's not a bodybuilder you know he's an educated guy who i don't know if he's even stood on a stage and it doesn't even matter but you know just because they don't necessarily look like a bodybuilder doesn't mean that they don't have the knowledge base to be able to do it the other side of that coin is just because you're peeled and you look fantastic doesn't mean you know anything either i look at a lot of people who are doing training and and comp prep and mainly in that sector in the comp prep world i see people who have great profiles on their instagram they pump out photos of their six pack i have a bit of a philosophy around people who if you are doing posts with your shirt off every day in my mind that devalues you because you're trying to sell whatever it is you're selling on the fact that you're in good shape. Now, because you're in good shape, having dealt with it, I've worked with a lot of athletes and a lot of sports for a really long time. And we've talked about, we have some mutual friends yep. in this group who are in great shape. You've got no idea why, how they got into good shape. <laughs> they rolled out of bed. 
yeah, you know, and they're in, they've got a six pack. You know what I mean? I got I know guys I've worked with who could walk past the weight and grow. You know, so just because you look fantastic doesn't mean you know anything. But just because you're not in the best shape of anyone you've ever seen doesn't mean you don't know anything either. So it's a it's a tough one for the for the person who doesn't know who's looking for a trainer. Yeah, we're all about um, finding the right yeah, trainer. You want to find yeah. someone you can get rapport with, and as you like at the very start of this podcast, you want someone you can communicate with who is is prepared to listen to what you need and has the ability to divide develop a program for you based on your needs. Whether or not that means they need to be shredded or not or big or whatever, that matters not. But if they can articulate, okay, DC, you want to do this, I know how we can do it and here's how we're going to do it. Yeah. And you'll go, I'm happy with that. And that's a, that's a tough one to train people. And that's where the, the good PTs of the world and good strength conditioning coaches <coughs> are people who can who can communicate, who can who are prepared to spend a bit of time, find out how a client ticks, what are their needs, you know, how do they get to where they are and all that sort of stuff with get it, without getting all philosophical, but to identify not only just the physical component of things, but their lifestyle and what what their what are the hurdles in their way and yeah. you know what stopped them yeah. to this point or whatever it might be. Because everyone's got a story. You know, if you can identify what that is, then you know the the, the mentorship and the coaching element is that you know that, that one-on-one communication yeah. where there's some trust in that involved in that and you know it's a for a lot of people, and this is unlike me to go down this track, but it's a pretty it's a deeply personal experience. Yeah. You know, particularly people who may have had eating disorders or whatever it might be. You know, there's lots of stuff going on. And so you want to be able to find someone who can communicate with and come up with a plan and and you can really stuff. yeah relate to that person because there is so many trainers that think okay i need 50 clients to do a week and they get a punch to them as quick as they can and you know their retention rate probably isn't that great or you could have a trainer that's got 10 clients that pay good money mm. and they get good results and yep. word of mouth is they'll probably just keep getting more clients yeah. and there is a philosophy that and i've worked with some people whose philosophies has been every workout's a smash up right i want they crawl out the door at the end of every workout right my fault any monkey can smash people right just make them go really fast and give them no rest right they're going to fall off the yeah. bike eventually there's no science in that there's no method in that madness whereas you know identifying you know a, a well-designed program based on their needs and the whole shooting match that's where there's some science that comes into it and you know uh, the individuals i'm interested in the individual if i'm in the recruitment process i mean so we the cert three and four are the they're the standard the yeah. industry standard and that's great and then i'm interested in what what else have you done like how else have you add value added to your career yeah. for your personal development and you, you you'll find out like that they, they might have done some additional nutrition courses or whatever you know yeah. they're the people that have demonstrated a willingness for lifelong learning because i think i'm the same i do course i go to workshops all the time you know and i've been to a few you know and i've got a few letters after my name and i'm still doing it you know yeah. so uh, and i think that's because it's an evolving space in the research and that yeah. sort of thing so just jumping on top of that mac outside of i've done my cert three cert four you can do a diploma of fitness if you want what is there really out there as ongoing education at the moment to oh, go that next time. level yeah what are people looking for like if i'm today we're talking about finding the right trainer you come out of a cert three cert four sort of a jack of all trades master of none based on what you guys have pretty much said today like well you're you've, a generalist yeah, yeah, yeah you've got yeah. the jack of all like you mm. get it you can mm. take someone you can train them but mm. you know that's entry level people you know people progress and change and, mm. and, and want to drive forward you know like if you're going to train someone now dan i doubt you know arnie jack's going to go and look you up and say can i pay you to do that it's somebody who wants to achieve something or, or you too mac and yours is different you're you're doing a lot more in that competing side but what what is there out uh, that there are people should be looking for? I guess it comes down to the trainer and what, what track they want to go down, I suppose. Mm. You know, if you come out and you want to be a really good group trainer, 
well then that's your path you need to upskill yourself on how to group train how to yep. be confident in front of a room how to own a room and there's sort of courses stuff. people can do for that there's yeah, qualifications there is, in that there is, yep 100 yep. yep. there is and yep. if, if there's you know s and c if you want to go down that strength conditioning you want to go into team atmosphere coaching actual professional yep. teams and stuff yep. like that so there's, there's a lot of ways you can upskill yourself and go down different paths but i guess when you get that cert three cert four it's sort of like you've got your ticket and now you've got to decide as a trainer where you want to take it because if you sit on cert three cert four and you don't upskill yourself and keep evolving you're going to be left there what, what about me there? as the individual that's looking like i'm out there hunting for the right yeah. trainer because i want that accountability and i want that human touch yeah well getting back to the courses that are out there yeah you've, i would just encourage people to just do their homework right the internet enables us to check out people so if you're if you're looking for credible education and credible trainers to give you that credible education if you go on to social media platforms and the internet and you google them and you can't find them in this day and age then there's a reason for that right it would that just have huge alarm bells right if someone doesn't have a facebook page or an instagram or their profile's not on their website you can be fairly sure there's a reason for that okay and some people go oh, i just hate social media rubbish it's a necessary element yeah. of life and if you want to be in business it, well look at me i've got the worst instagram in australia but i've got one and if you want to find out anything about me, just Google it. Mm. It'll come up. It may not be WBFF, cats, monster, <laughs> anything. Lifting Go with heavy any shit. Tag you like. But, <laughs> you know, and that's where people, the thing is, I don't want to get on a rant, but I find people really embellish their qualifications or just falsely state that they've got stuff they haven't. And it's a it's such a hard thing for people because how are you going to know? Mm. Right? So if you go onto the, look at someone's profile and they say that they're a dietitian, for example, yep. but they don't have a, a, a degree in nutrition and dietetics then they're not and that's a tough one and there's no there's no police out there policing this so and this is getting back to what I said at the very start where I look at different things and different profiles the big one at the moment I'm seeing are people calling themselves global educators right what's a global educator here's what a global educator is you and I wrote a workshop in the next 10 minutes we posted on the in, on the interweb I know he's gone dark web on, on the dark web <laughs> you put it on the website it, you're immediately a global educator but if I then go and if I again Google Google I've lost my <laughs> capacity to speak. However, if I go in and have a look, so if I want to know about Daniel Con, and I Google DC, I'm going to find out lots of stuff, right? You got a profile, we got, you know, we can find stuff. Couple out. of good pictures. Couple of good pictures, goes all right. <laughs> yeah. Not a bad sort of style of a guy. But anyway, so just buyer beware, you know, and if you go onto these websites and you can't find these trainers' profiles, then don't go there. This is what I'm, I'm, I'm trying to allude to because more and more people are getting into training, as you said, and how do you find that, yeah. you know, this, you guys want to do a podcast on how, how to find the right trainer and it's really hard for you to tell me how to find yeah, I did a out about it. the other day on the death of expertise I would love to see heard that one yeah so I actually did they think, clap you off at the end or what yeah I was, spe I was speaking to the converted yeah. but you know everyone's an expert mm. everyone's a specialist and so there was a time when expertise was something that was bestowed upon an individual by their peers yes if you look at someone's website or their Instagram and they, they call themselves an expert you can be pretty sure they're not because if they have to tell you you, Where's like, my phone? I want to check mine. If I have mine. to tell you I'm an expert, I'm probably not. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would know. The reason I've come looking for you is because I know you're an expert. Yeah. You know, and I see this a lot where people go, I'm this and that specialist in this and that. You can have a special interest in something. So in the physiotherapy world, right? And, and you've I'm, got a master's of physio. Got, yep. Yeah. Okay. So I've got a master's degree in physio. We say that in certain areas, we have a special interest in something. Let's say, for example, women's health or yep. whatever it might be. Physiotherapists would say, I am a physio with a special interest in topic A. I'm not a specialist in topic A. I'm a physio with a special
special interest in it. And that's what phys- that's what I reckon PTs should have to do, rather yep. than say, I'm a specialist in body comp prep, or whatever it might be, yep. or body recomp, or whatever it might be. It should be, I'm, I'm PT, and I'm proud of that, and I've got a special interest in training kids. It's a very different, I know it might it's seem... Good. Are there any websites, databases like that around, actually? Nah, not that I know of. So but there's a difference mm-hmm. between having a special interest and calling yourself a bona fide specialist. Like what is a specialist? Sector, right? yeah, if you want to be a specialist in the medical sector, that's years and years of expertise and training. And that's bestowed upon you by your, by your peers. You can't just say, I'm a sports physician without doing you know many, many years of, of you know additional study and, and so forth. So Whereas in the health and fitness, you can just say, yeah, yeah I'm a specialist in you know comp prep because I did a comp. It's I true. eat food. doesn't make me a specialist on food. You know, Anyway, so that's my little rant. But I think it's, it's buyer beware and do your homework and you know where you can, check people out and word of mouth and ask around and you know I think do your homework you're going to part with your hard earned dollar you want to make sure that you're getting good value for what you're paying for I think we tend to be there's too much judging the book by the cover they go well that person's in great shape they must know what they're talking about maybe maybe not and Dan when you walk into a gym and you're new to a gym and they recommend a PT to you is that done on a uh, your next or is that done on a basis of what you're trying to achieve some gyms are your next type thing Um, they have a rotational system some gyms now have the smarts to actually sit down to a pre-screening test as to your goals expectations and they delve deeper than just the physical attributes they want to know about your past history some of your you know mental how you're finding things at home struggling your work hours all that sort of stuff and then they'll actually suit you to a pt not many people do that mm-hmm. but that's where it will go hopefully yeah. that makes sense to do that yeah one of the things that i see in mainstream you know big gyms is let's say it is a your next scenario and let's say that doesn't gel perfectly people are reluctant to discontinue with one trainer and go across to another it's kind of like they don't want to offend anybody yeah exactly and so they're probably more likely to go and join another gym yeah okay than change trainers so i mean i don't have all the answers for that but there should be a process whereby it's it's perhaps married up according to need rather than just who's next cab off the rank yeah i don't know and are people going to a gym for the facilities or for the trainer like do people follow a trainer these days you know how a barista will move on from a coffee shop and people will follow i personally believe they follow a trainer yeah okay yeah i've seen it happen many many times follow a trainer if the gym's amazing that that's great but I, I can tell you now I know many people that do have good credentials and they have good credentials in very high level sort of training and those people will follow them to the gym they go to even if it's uh, outdoors at the bars at Bondi they'll go there and train with them and I would I mean as yeah. you would right if you got if you got you know good belief in someone they're doing a you know good job and it's working for you makes good sense I could actually see Macca in summer down the Bondi bar shirts off just training hundreds just tune on his salad it's very true we all <laughs> know that's true. true but mate that's I a, love salad yeah Whew. beautiful that's your lane is it you like the meat guys philosophy specialties personality experience anything else Dan we need to look for I mean we've got a lot of people out there trying to walk in the gym that's the first big step then to get the right trainer I mean it is it's, it's daunting to walk in there and trying to find the right trainer the trainer has an obligation I think to sort of be responsible to actually go and make conversation with some of these people these people are walking there sometimes for the first time ever so remember that for trainers out there we need to educate them more and more and we are getting better at it but there is an obligation responsibility as a trainer to make an effort a conscious effort that this person is could be walking there for the first time you've got no idea what they've been through in their life but they're coming in there for help that's how i see it mate is there and i'll hit you up with one in a sec mac three tips to short answer you've got a shit trainer and i'm looking we're not here to shit bag trainers but if your trainer's doing one two or three you should look for another trainer what have you got three tips for people out there that don't know Okay, so I'll just throw a scenario out there. My trainer's on the phone while I'm doing 15 minutes of cardio. Is that a good trainer or a bad trainer? 
knows. Beat it. Okay, that's what I'm trying to get. Have you got yeah. three tips for people to if your If your trainer isn't... <laughs> Mac is going, yeah. please don't ask me that question. I do not want to know about if it. If your phone is on the train at any time, yep. except if they're going through your maybe your criteria before you walk in and you're checking out your uh, last session, if your trainer is talking to other people while they're training you, know, you. Training you yep. Out yep. the door. If your trainer is spending time correcting other people, looking at other people, and spending time talking to other people, seriously, that's not going down, is it? No, nah, it's not going down. And if that trainer is giving you corrections, and those corrections are pretty much the most basic of basics, and you know that already, and you're looking for something a little bit harder, and you tell them, "Can we go a little bit harder?" and they're so reluctant to actually, or could not be bothered, because you're the sixth client of the day, to actually put in a little bit more effort, then you've got to find someone that's going to willing to put the effort in, because that little effort is what's going to be the positive of your day sometimes. So. Yeah. yeah, I just agree. I agree. Yes, yes. My three points are the same as DC's. They yes. are? They are. Well, guys, you got to feel comfortable with your trainer. They've got to keep you motivated, inspired throughout the process. They need to know about you. Anything else? No, just like Macca inspired me when he was my trainer. That's what it's all about. He's still inspired. Why? It's about the installation. There's a lot of why questions, wasn't there? Why? Yeah. Why? Well, he, well, well, he asked why, though. Oh, you got to ask yeah. why. Yeah. yeah. Ask some questions. If you, if you ask a question, the person can't answer them. That's a really good indicator with the wrong person. Yeah. Maybe that's a flag. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, mate, yeah. you need to do this better. You need to do this yeah. better. you got to keep working on this yeah. and this. And then he's on his phone. You know, this he's on Tinder. <laughs> one of the important things I learned. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> I can't even believe that came out. Never been on there. Don't have a profile. Don't know anything about it. But anyway, <laughs> when it comes to just... The, on the strength conditioning side of it, one of the things that I find that I overwhelmingly people appreciate, Wayne Bennett, famous coach, right? I remember I saw Wayne Bennett speak at a function some time ago, and he said, never ignore reality and don't avoid brutality, right? And I've, that sort of sat with me. Yeah, nice. Don't kid yourself about where you are in your world, right? And don't avoid having direct conversations. So one of the things that I, I find players, athletes, clients appreciate is honesty. And it might be, don't kid yourself, right? You've got work to do. And you know what? You're not going to play State of Origin or whatever it might be, you know, like, or, or you're not going to win the Mr. Olympia or whatever it might be. Don't avoid those direct conversations. I don't I don't mean be brutal and, yeah. and demean people. What I mean is people like truth. They like, you know, to know that you have their best interests in heart and you're not going to lie to them. And it's huge, I find, with athletes. 100%. And, and you know, you would, I, I think about some of the toughest people that ever coached me or that ever educated me or whatever it might be. I, the ones that I respected the most are the ones that were just, here's how it is. Not going to sugarcoat it, and this is this is the reality of life, yep. and that's how I operate with everything. You know, I, I think, and it's always been really effective. Call spade a spade. Yeah, that's it. Nice. Happy days. Well, guys, that's uh, the importance of finding the right trainer. I hope that was helpful. I got a lot out of that actually. It was good. Thanks, Greg. That's it from Body Science HQ, the home of Fit, Happy, Healthy. You've had Dan Con and Dr. Mac on. You lucky people. Enjoy. See ya. Hey everyone, I'm here with Harriet and we are very excited to bring you the 10-week refresh program brought to you by Body Science with ASN. And if you haven't jumped on board yet, you need to jump on board right now because we are here to change some lives. Harriet, she's got some pretty good ideas with food. Harriet, what are you going to do for us? So across the 10 weeks, we not only have some fantastic dietitian designed programs, but I'm going to be covering the Facebook Live topics, all different kinds of topics that will help you organize your nutrition 
nutrition, dial in your nutrition for performance and get the most out of your everyday eating plans. Beautiful. And I'm going to be there helping every step of the way when it comes to your physical components. That's training whether you have a gym, whether you don't have a gym and also the mental health that comes with that. So we get moving, we get our brain active, we get happier, we get healthier, we make changes. So what we're going to do is we are going to drop a link below so you can find out the registration details or if you want, you can jump on Google and look up the ASN Lifestyle Refresh. Pretty easy, guys. Get amongst it. You will not regret this. It's on. Today's podcast was brought to you by our partners in Fit, Happy and Healthy, ASN, Nutrition Warehouse, DY Discount Vitamins, Fat Burners Only, Evelyn Fay, Mr. Supplement, or find a retailer online at bodyscience.com.au forward slash retailers.